everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Mandy Cisco and Casey Uphughes. Hello. Coming your way again. Emma's still gallivanting around Israel, making mm-hmm. everyone jealous. <laughs> and so we're here to do a takeover, second day in a row. If you don't know who we are and you're curious at all, you can listen to yesterday. That's right. You can go back, right? Uh, we do want to remind you that everyone joins the journey in different ways, and we're really curious about it. So we're doing a contest, and we want you to share what you're learning and how you're joining us and tag Watermark Church, and you can find more details for that in the description. And we are tackling Exodus 19 today. Yes, Exodus 19. So I I laugh. I'm in the ESV version, and it says, on the third new moon, which means <laughs> three months from now. Three moons. We've had three moons. Yes. So we see that the Israelites have been wondering. It's been three months, and they have now arrived at the base of Mount Sinai. We know this is God's holy mountain because Moses has been here before. This yes. is where he saw the burning bush, and this is clearly a very important piece of land for God. I know. Do you Um, think Emma is there today? uh, I hope so. That'd be amazing. That would be. Okay, so we find the Israelites have come to the base of this mountain, and we see that God has a word for them, and He tells Moses, and in verses 4, 5, and 6, He says, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to Myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey My voice and keep My covenant, you shall be My treasured possession among all peoples, for all the earth is Mine, and you shall be to Me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation." These are the words that you should speak. He tells Moses to tell them to the people. And we see this beautiful picture of God inviting them in to this covenant. And this is going to be a line in the sand where they have a choice to follow and obey God or not. And we see that they choose to because this covenant relationship is a will you, we will. And we see in verse 8, they say, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Mm-hmm. And so we they specifically enter into this covenant relationship. And it's just so precious because they are choosing to obey, which means they have been sealed in this covenant with Him. And it enters into this really interesting conversation of this kingdom of priests, this royal priesthood. And Mandy, what what does that mean? Why is that important? Why do we see it here? Well, I I love that this isn't just for the Israelites yes. anymore, right? Nope. Because if we read in First Peter two nine, it says, "But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness and into His wonderful light." And Revelation one six, John tells us, "To Him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by His blood." So when Christ died for us, He has made us a kingdom of priests to serve God the Father and bring Him glory. To him be glory and power forever. I love the picture of what a priest does. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what a priest was for, what the purpose of a priest was, to be a mediator between God and his people and an ambassador, a chosen vessel to serve the people and represent himself. And that is us today. That's who we are. We are mediators between God and his people, and we are ambassadors, that chosen vessel. Um, and we are to proclaim the excellencies of God. I love this picture of rescue because we see that he brought them here for that purpose. I rescued from Egypt, 
He rescued you from Egypt for this purpose to start this covenant. We as believers have been rescued yes. from sin and shame because Jesus wants us to be his ambassadors. And so because he's rescued us, that has given us purpose to live differently, to live set apart because we have a holy God. And we see that holiness and how he comes down in all of these pictures of him coming down with the cloud and the trumpets and all that happened in his presence. He was coming down ultimately to rescue them and to be near to us. And that to me is what I learned about God in this chapter, is that he ultimately wants us, he wants a relationship with us, that availability. He has been pursuing his people whether it was the Israelites or us today, that has been the consistency that we see in God's Word. There has always been a plan. There has always been pursuit. He has always desired to have a relationship with us and to be available. And we see this beautiful picture in this chapter of how it all began for the Israelites and how it continues on for us today. Right. And he didn't have to— he didn't have to be in a cloud. He didn't. The trumpet didn't have to sound. That that I love that he made himself very known and very present. His yes. presence was there with them. Absolutely. Um, and that 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 didn't have to be true for him, but he did. And it reminds me of Psalm one sixteen one and two. I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy because he bends down to listen. And that that cloud coming down and his presence being visible is such a reminder that he bends down to his people and he cares for us in in such a sweet, sweet way. Absolutely. I love that. Well, guys, that's all the time we have. I am so glad we are all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.